You are listening to the Balancing Act podcast with Danny Euro. I'm a licensed mental health counselor based out of Miami, Florida. I use the ideas and principles of acceptance and commitment therapy to help individuals who find themselves struggling in various areas of their lives. Episode 20, The Masks We Wear Out. Hey there, this is the Balancing Act podcast. I am Danny. Hope this finds you well. Um, well, for this episode, uh, Julio, uh, could you do me a favor? Uh, let's let's play some scary Halloween music in the background for this intro to celebrate the Halloween season that we're in. <laughs> Wait, uh, Julio, I meant Halloween music, not the actual Halloween thing. You got it. You got something there for me. Okay, that's, a, that's okay. That's better. That's better. Wait, but that that sounds kind of familiar, dude. Damn it. Julio, no. I want ambiance. Give me some Halloween ambiance. Okay, there we go. Okay. Now we are in the spirit. Uh, no pun intended. Um, so anyway, uh, I want to extend a special welcome to those of you. Uh, if this is your first time listening in, thank you so much for giving us a try. And if you've been listening, thank you so much for continuing to do so. Your loyalty is highly appreciated. I understand that time is an unrenewable resource, and for you to spend that time listening to this uh, podcast is the highest compliment that Julio and I could ever receive. Please continue to listen. Please continue to share. Please subscribe. Please share the love. Sharing is caring. Um, Speaking of sharing, we've gotten some nice feedback recently from the last few episodes, and we just, uh, just want to thank you all for doing so. Keeps us going. As always, feel free to email us at the balancing, um, the balancing Act Podcast at gmail.com with any suggestions, questions, or ideas. Uh, we'd love to hear from the listeners as they reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram at the balancing Act Miami. Uh, give us a follow on there too, and you can direct message us through there as well. Quick recap. Uh, last episode, we discussed the dilemma we face uh, when life has us chopping away swing after swing after swing after swing without the opportunity or chance to sharpen our axes. Eventually, we end up with a dull blade, which leads to this this phenomenon of psychological arthritis, where we end up losing our range of motion and become psychologically inflexible, just like that. Today, we'll be dis- discussing the many faces we wear for others. Uh, we wear these faces because we don't think our face is enough, and we think we know the face others want want us to have. And the result is a collection of masks we wear out. Questions. Ever notice you act differently in front of certain people? The people at work? The people at school? The people at the gym? Your neighbors? Your followers on Instagram? Snapchat, Facebook, ever have an identity crisis, ever feel you have lost your way, does pleasing people leave you displeased, do you belong to groups or are you just fitting in, face off on sci-fi channel in a surprise birthday party. So there's this show that I absolutely love called Face Off on the Sci-Fi Network. 
Um, and uh, it's actually has no relation to the face-off movie starring John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. No, it's an actual TV show. Uh, and it's actually a show that, uh, unfortunately, the show was canceled. But I think there's like 10 or 11 seasons of it, I think. Uh, it's basically a competition among special effects artists. Uh, each week, uh, they're given a prompt, right? So, for example, um, they're told there's like maybe like 12 or 14 uh, special effects artists or something like that. And uh, they're told, like, on the begin- in the beginning of the week, you need to design uh, a face prosthetic, you know, special effects makeup design of a chessboard piece, like a pawn or a knight or a king or a queen, that looks like a character that would be in a Tim Burton movie. So based on the prompt, each of these artists, they sit down and they start sketching a concept of what they think the judges would like, right? And then, and then, and then the next phase of this is they go back to the studio and then they pick like a like a bust, like a head sculpture, of all the different models the actual TV show uses um, for the artist to actually uh, apply their makeups onto. Um, once the artist picked the the busts, they begin sculpting their designs with clay over a course of like two or three days, and it gets a kind of hectic because you know sometimes there's like these catastrophic mistakes that happen or whatnot. Somebody drops their mold and they got to redo it or whatever. Um, but from the sculpture, they they make a mold, and with that mold, they make prosthetics that which they will eventually glue onto the model actual model's faces on the last day. And then there's like a rush to the finish line of them trying to to paint and perfect all the different details and bells and whistles of their design. It's like a five-day um, journey of pure creative um, chaos. Edited, edited, it's like a 42-minute like t- um, episode, which is pretty cool. Then the, at the end of each episode, they get judged, um, and the worst of the group um, has to go home. And while the others, you know, they survive for another week of creative chaos, right? So it's so you know me being uh, a big fan of like creative things. It's always a, a cool show to watch. And then the following episode would be the following week with the remaining artist with a new prompt. So go out there, write emails to sci- the Sci-Fi Channel, see if we get that show back on the air because I really like it and I I miss watching new episodes of it. A particular detail about the show is that the season, as the season goes on, the, the artists they start to learn to use certain models for certain designs and other models for other designs, using the prominent features of that model to their advantage to accentuate the concept. You know, if they have large eyes in their in their design, they're going to pick a model whose eyes are large. And so they tend to that becomes like their go to. And then like maybe another model has a predominant forehead or a big square jaw, things like that. Right. This is a significant detail. I'll hopefully remember to come back to. Right. So um, moving on, I am absolutely this is like the uh, disclaimer, Julio, before I go into this next story, because I don't want to sound like a complaint. Um, I uh, I am blessed with an amazing sister and an amazing brother. And uh, a few years ago, my sister wanted to throw a surprise birthday party for me. Uh, she knows a few of my friends, but not n- nearly enough to make a party. So you know, we're just different circles of friends. She's you know she's family, but she's not. She's hanging out with me and my friends. So so to trying to get the invitations out, uh, she had uh, uh, this idea of going on my Facebook page and to invite some of the friends that I had recently chatted with on different threads. What resulted? Well, um, me walking into a restaurant being totally surprised, which is, you know, congratulations, Lisa, you you succeeded in surprising me on my birthday. Um, But I went in surprised also to see a few friends from my ultimate Frisbee group, 
and then I saw some a few friends from my church group. Then I also saw a few friends from this group, and then a few other friends from another group, and then from another group, and none of them really knew each other very well. And then I was, I just felt confused. Um, I was somewhat clearly surprised, and I was also confused. Uh, who are the, you know, who am I to this collection of people, um, to this combination of people? I got, I have to admit, I was a little bit anxious, got a little bit, I was like, whoa, like, you know, you know, like there's like a glitch, glitch in the matrix here. Um, I'm not sure if anybody actually noticed that was there, but, uh, but quickly I just, I said, I'll be right back. And I went, actually went to the bathroom and actually washed my face and said, okay, let me just mingle and kind of like mingle around in the group. And you know, these are my friends. I just, it's just, it was a weird situation to have all the, this vast variety of, of, uh, people in the same place. I don't think I'm fake to these people um, that I share life with. At least that's not my intention. But I guess it's a, it's an ine- inevitability that you slide into roles and habits as you identify with certain groups. As you identify with these groups, maybe a mask slowly molds like on the show Face Off. It, it accentuates different features that are already there. Maybe a little bit of humor here, a little bit of sarcasm here, maybe a little bit of creativity, etc., or maybe you think that's what the judges want. So you fall into this trap that you had enough clay that you can um, you, you lose the model's face as you keep on piling it on. You fall into this trap of pleasing judges, assuming you know what the judges want, and ultimately it's your self-judgments, your insecurities, your expectations that bring out the clay and start to mold until the masks wear out. The I Am in Identity If you remember way, way back in our I Am Blank episode, we spoke about one of the more enigmatic processes of the the Hexaflex model, the self as context, and the basic premise being that we have a bad habit of filling in the blank on the statement, I am blank, right? So instead of just being okay with saying I am, which lends itself to a limitless array of behaviors at our disposal, hence psychological flexibility, we tend to fill in the blank we create by in creating this identity that's restrictive in that blank right creating a box that we are trapped in in the in, in that way we are you know inflexible and we become inflexible in the way we interact with our life for example i am not good enough instead of just being i am what tends to happen is that one begins behaving with the predisposition of not being good enough the dilemma is that we get attached to a theory of who we are right that can be problematic when it doesn't align with our value systems. So that theory of ourselves, I am not good enough, I am worthless, I am unlucky, I am a loser, I'm, I'm never going to make it, wreaks havoc on us when goals and life directions we want to take are outside of the realm of possibilities given by these theories of ourselves. Being overly attached to this theory of I am worthless when attending a job interview or being attached to a theory of I am not good enough when you catch eyes with a pretty girl across the room wanting to walk up, walk up and talk to her, but glued to the idea that you are not good enough, fused to it, leads to you not doing value-driven actions, right? There's another dilemma that arises. We start to theorize that people want us to be. We compensate, self-evaluate, suppress, repress, modify. We, we hold back, push forward. Nod when we want to shake no. Shake no when we want want to nod. We wear masks. We begin conceptualizing what we think people want from us. 
based on our own theory about ourselves and our theories of others. It's it really complicated. It's like a movie of Inception. It's like, it's like a, it's a fusion upon a fusion within a fusion within a fusion, right? We begin sculpting, painting the masks. Then we realize, wait, it's a different mask at work, and it, it's a, also a different mask at the gym. And then that's, there's another mask here and a mask there and different masks everywhere, right? We end up like that character on He-Man. Uh, his name's Manny Faces. Man E Faces. Uh, I'm not sure Julio if you if you know who that is. That's yeah. it's a huge callback. Um, it might be the most obscure reference of this podcast history. Uh, right now, all of you press pause and Google Man E Faces from He-Man, and then you'll know exactly what I mean about wearing all these different masks. Um, okay. Anyway, sorry. Back to masks. Uh, we end up falling into this trap of being someone for someone based on what we think they want and the fear that we are not that. Trying to be what we think other people want us to be still comes from our own self-thinking. Okay, so that's like, it's, I know it's a mouthful, but really it's, if I think you want this version of me, I think that because of my own judgments and expectations of you and of me. So thoughts I infuse to about who I am not and the I am that you want me to be. So I'll say that again because that's a mouthful, but it's there. Thoughts that I am fused to, right, about what I am not. So like actually thoughts that you might, sense of deficiencies in what, I, what I'm missing as a person, right? It's the I am not enough kind of thinking, right? And also understanding what you, what I think you want me to be is what ends up, you know, the artist making the masks for the judges. The result being a collection of masks we wear out, not only on Halloween, but in all the different facets of our life, in the office, in the classroom, at home, on Instagram, on Snapchat. And sadly, we lose our way and forget what the I, the I am is in the identity, the I am, our values, the roots to the tree that is us. And now for the challenge. As I continue to challenge you each and every episode to be an active participant in your own life, I challenge you to observe the role you serve in your different circles, your work circles, your social circles, your social media circles, how far off it is from who you truly, truly are. Have you molded masks for these different circles? Have you forgotten the face that, that, that you have under those masks? Are you doing these, uh, these masks? Are you wearing them to fit in? Do you feel like you, you, you need to do this to fit in or do you belong to these groups? Here are two quotes to remember. Be yourself, everyone else is already taken. Oscar Wilde. And also, today you are you, that is truer than true. There's no one alive who is youer than you. Dr. Seuss. Well, that's another episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you subscribe, hope you enjoy, hope you share. Remember to email us with questions and or feedback and send in pictures of, of you listening to the podcast on your purpose-driven drives. We haven't done that one in a while. Also send in um, possible ideas and suggestions for our Act and Films episodes and for our Act Professional episodes at the Balancing Act Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Julio, the producer, which makes this a reality. This is the Balancing Act. I am Danny. I am thankful. Take care. <laughs>